0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast devoted to helping you win the race Christ has marked out for you. Today, we begin a new series entitled, Don't Waste Your Life, Rule It for Jesus. Paul taught that God perfectly designed Christ followers for their specific mission, which he called good works. In Ephesians 2.10, after he clarified how we are saved, that is by faith, he then explained what we are saved for. He continues, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Not only does God have a specific mission for you in 2023, which Paul summarizes as good works, but that mission is so important that God specifically designed you for it. To have your specific place and responsibilities in your family, your natural gifts and vocational calling, your specific spiritual gifts with which to contribute to the body of Christ, and your specific relationships with the lost. God has designed both me and the specific opportunities I will have in 2023 to impact my world for Christ. I don't know about you, but I sure don't want to get to the end of 2023 and look back at all the opportunities that God gave me that I missed. I don't want to waste my life. This episode looks at how to overcome a disordered life so that I can stay focused on Christ's mission for me and so bring Him honor in 2023. Thanks for joining us today for season four, episode number one of Mission Focused Men for Christ. My name is Gary Yeagle. For most of us, our lives in 2022 were described well by Kevin DeYoung in his book, Crazy Busy. You've got car repairs, then your heater goes out, the kids need to see a doctor, you haven't done your taxes yet, your checkbook isn't balanced, you're behind on your thank you notes, you promised your mother you'd come over and fix the faucet, you're behind on wedding planning, your boards are coming up, you have more applications to send out, your dissertation is due, your refrigerator is empty, your lawn needs mowing, your curtains don't look right, your washing machine keeps rattling. This is life for most of us. It's ironic that our society's historic level of fabulous wealth, which has provided so many labor-saving devices and conveniences, has left us so out-of-control busy. But technological growth doesn't just lead to convenient labor- and time-saving devices. It leads also to endless opportunities. Today in one week, a human can encounter more information via the internet and his cell phone than most humans encountered in a lifetime. The endless opportunities of our technology combine with a particular component of human nature to make our lives crazy busy. That component? No one wants to miss out on opportunities. Who wants to be out of the loop on the latest Facebook post that has gone viral? Who wanted to miss out on the latest conversation about the World Cup? Who wants to miss the latest text from friends or FaceTime call from loved ones? Who wants to miss the latest podcast that could help him or her be better at his or her profession? The results of this fear of missing out is that when we finally do have a little free time at the end of the day, we're too exhausted to use it productively. Life is often like being on a raft rushing down a raging river with no rudder. We just bounce off of whatever's in front of us and move on. But if we choose to live life that way in 2023, it will cost us And what is worse, it will cost our families. Here is a glimpse of some of the costs of a disordered life. First, the crazy busy life can mask the erosion of our soul. Busyness itself robs the soul of joy. When our lives are frantic and frenzied without space for soul renewal, we are more prone to surrender to the enemies of our soul. Anxiety, resentment, impatience, irritability, discontent. Busyness keeps us so distracted that we don't realize the toll it is taking on our inner spiritual life. But God never intended us to be able to cope with life apart from renewing our inner strength. Jesus said, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Gordon MacDonald, in his book, Ordering Your Private World, observes... Our public worlds are filled with a seeming infinity of demands upon our time, our loyalties, our money, and our energies. And because these public worlds of ours are so visible, so real, we have to struggle to ignore all their seductions and demands. They scream for our attention and action. The result is that our private world is often cheated, neglected, because it does not shout quite so loudly. It can be effectively ignored for large periods of time before it gives way to a sinkhole-like cave-in. The second danger of being crazy busy is that less important matters take center stage and shove the most important matters to the periphery. The good things around us gobble up our most precious possession, time, cheating us out of the best thing accomplishing the mission for which our Lord created us, because we don't default to thinking about our mission. Praying about and planning how best to love my wife, to shepherd my kids, to reduce my spending so I can give more to kingdom advancement, to build a relationship with my next-door neighbor, to winsomely express the biblical worldview on current topics at work, These important tasks that are essential to accomplishing Christ's mission for me don't have to be done today or even this week. These activities can usually wait, but often the most visible, though less important tasks call for immediate response. Endless demands pressure every waking hour. No matter where we are, our phone pings with the latest email, text, or social media notification. The appeal of these demands seems irresistible, and they devour our energy. But in the light of eternity, their momentary prominence fades with a sense of loss. We recall the important tasks that have been shunted aside. We realize that we become slaves to the demands of the visible World, Perhaps the greatest tragedy of living a disordered life is that our wives and children suffer. The outer, visible world can so consume men with good things that they don't invest in praying for their wives and children's spiritual battles. James said, Tremendous power is made available through a good man's earnest prayer. In Exodus 17, so long as Moses' arms were lifted in prayer for those under his care, the Israelite warriors, they prevailed over the Amalekites. But when his arms were lowered, the Amalekites prevailed. When combined with New Testament teaching, there is no doubt that this text is a physical picture of spiritual reality. Our family members down in the valley fighting the evil one will win spiritual victories if we pray for them that they will lose if we do not. Even wonderful visible things can devour our time pushing aside the vital invisible things. The third danger of the crazy busy life is investing our life in what doesn't really matter. Socrates' famous statement, the unexamined life is not worth living, is true. Someone has said, if we are going to hear, well done, good and faithful servant from the Master, we need to, well do. If we want to hear the Lord's commendation for accomplishing the mission he gave us, we need to stay focused on that mission. Just as Jesus did the mission he was assigned by his CO., On the night before he died, Jesus made an astonishing claim. He said to his father, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. We wonder how Jesus could have talked about a completed mission. His three-year ministry seemed all too short. For every prostitute whose heart he touched, hundreds remained untouched. For every blind man enabled to see, hundreds were still blind." Yet on that last night, with many urgent human needs unmet and useful tasks undone, the Lord said he had completed the work God had given him. How did he do that? How did he stay focused on his mission? Jesus will be our model for this entire series. But in this episode, let's just note first, Jesus had a clear understanding of his mission. Jesus knew the many biblical texts that explain the Messiah's mission. And secondly, Jesus frequently withdrew from the disciples and the crowds to be alone with the Father, his commander-in-chief, to discuss and pray for his mission. Helping Christian men follow Jesus' example is the very purpose of the Mission-Focused Men for Christ podcast. As we begin our fourth season, since new men are joining us all the time, it seems appropriate to review the way we try to enable Christian men to escape from a disordered life and instead stay focused on Christ's mission for them. We've identified four requirements for overcoming a disordered life. First, a biblical view of our mission. Christian men realize that since they have chosen to follow Christ, they need to pattern their lives according to Jesus' example and teaching. So the Bible is the foundation for understanding their mission. They want an answer to the question, what did God put me on planet Earth to do? Men know that they are here for God's glory, at least those that have somewhat of a biblical understanding, but they still want to know how that relates to their everyday life in the form of their mission. They rightly assume that God doesn't expect us to know what he put us on planet Earth to do. He tells us those purposes in his word. A biblical search for what is said about the mission of Christ followers reveals teaching that falls into three categories. These three categories are summarized in our threefold understanding of our mission. First, we are called to Christ to enjoy a love relationship with him. This part of our mission, called To Christ, answers the question, Where am I to set the affections of my heart? What is to be my first love? Who can give me the dependable, unconditional love I need to continually renew my soul? The answer is Christ. I am made to enjoy Him, and that joy grows from loving Him more deeply, knowing Him more fully, and walking with him more closely. So this podcast answers questions like, how do I keep walking closely with Christ? How do I satisfy my heart by enjoying him? How does it change my life to remember how much he enjoys me? How do I continually refill my emotional tank by abiding in his love? The second aspect of our mission, according to Scripture, is that we are called to be like Christ in our heart attitudes. A disciple shows his allegiance to his master by wanting to be like him. This part of our mission, called to be like Christ, answers the question what kind of a man will I become on the inside? The answer is one with the character of Jesus. There are numerous New Testament lists of godly character traits. The Mission Focus Men for Christ podcast takes a close look at these Christ like character qualities because demonstrating the character of Jesus to the world is at the core of God's mission for us. In fact, scripture tells us that the very work of the Holy Spirit, who is given to us as a down payment of our eventual complete redemption, is to purify our character, making us like Jesus right now. The fruit, the outworking of the Holy Spirit, I guess I should say inworking, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and self-control. In 2023, Lord willing, we will be doing a study of these specific spiritual fruit, what they looked like in Jesus' life and should look like in ours. The third biblical part of our mission is that we are to exercise dominion for Christ over every aspect of our lives— as Adam was to develop the resources of the earth and shape the emerging culture in a way that pleased God, we are to implement Christ's agenda in our own lives right. and where we have influence in the world. This part of our mission answers the question, what am I to do with my life? The answer is to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That is, seek to implement Christ's agenda of righteousness on this planet. And man does that through every role he fills by being the man Christ wants him to be as a husband, father, extended family member, church member, employee or employer, neighbor, steward of resources, citizen, and ambassador to the lost. So, This podcast tries to be very practical with ideas about what Christ's agenda is for a man filling these various roles. Hopefully, shared in a spirit of encouragement, these challenging practical insights provide the path men need to accomplish the mission God put them on planet Earth to accomplish for His glory. So, Back to the four requirements for overcoming a disordered life, the first requirement having been a concrete biblical definition of our mission. The second is a commitment to gaining the practical insight needed to fulfill the mission. On a good day, when a Christian guy totally actually wants to please Christ, he often doesn't know how. He lacks the practical wisdom to actually do what he's supposed to do as a husband or father and Christ follower. He knows, for example, that he needs a closer walk with Christ, but often feels far from God and doesn't know what to do about it. He knows he's supposed to become more like Jesus, but doesn't have a concrete target on the wall of what godly character actually looks like. His most important relationships with his wife and kids are often more difficult to figure out than he ever had expected. How does he fix those? And how is he supposed to get some wins in his battle with lust? instead of repeated failure. Our commitment is to make Mission-Focused Men for Christ a valuable game plan for getting your mission accomplished. We want not only to challenge you to a deeper walk with God, but help you overcome the obstacles to such closeness. We want not only to remind you that becoming like Jesus is the greatest way to honor Him, but to sharpen your vision of Christ's character qualities and understand how to grow into them. Our objective is not just to call you to be the spiritual leader of your home or fight for your loved ones in prayer. We want to show you how. If you are not receiving fresh insight about how to achieve your mission, we're not doing our job. The third requirement for overcoming a disordered life is recognizing the need to be regularly re-energized. Committed Christian men today are tired They carry many responsibilities in a world where working hours and commutes are long. They are spending nearly all their energy just putting one foot down in front of the next doing their daily tasks. Contributing to this energy depletion is the everyday spiritual battle we must fight against Satan who tempts us, against the world that entices us, and against our own sinful nature that betrays us. Losing spiritual battles takes the wind out of our sails. It causes us to lose heart. Most Christian men don't need to be nagged about their failures. They need a gust of fresh wind in their sails to get up and go hard for Jesus again. Mission-focused Men for Christ is rooted in the biblical call to encourage one another. The word encourage comes from core, which refers to heart. The goal of our podcast is to give fresh heart To Christ following men. Its tone is intended to rekindle passion for Christ, to pick men up who have been disheartened by their own failure, to refill men's spiritual tanks. We want our podcast to always communicate a grace filled approach to our calling to follow Jesus. The final requirement for overcoming a disordered life is receiving bite sized challenges, not huge ones that overwhelm us. When Moses sent spies to scout out the entire promised land, the spies came back discouraged, saying, we'll never defeat the giants. Forty years later, Joshua sent the spies out into the promised land, one city at a time. They came back and said, we can take the city. The scope of Christ's mission for our lives is daunting. In fact, it's so intimidating that it often leads to paralysis. Where do I even start? The Mission Focused Men for Christ podcast believes that life is made up of mostly small decisions made every day. Its purpose is helping men to know how to relate the big picture of their mission as Christ followers to their everyday lives. The short length, 20 to 23 minutes of content, plus a few minutes for review and resource identification, enables men to easily squeeze it into their schedule. As we continue to consider how to overcome a disordered life and stay focused on honoring Jesus by accomplishing his mission for our lives, let's consider just a few of the benefits of winning this battle to overcome a disordered life. First, it will help us slow down enough to listen to our conscience so that we are more likely to do the right thing. It provides opportunity for God's Word to discern the thoughts and intentions of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. Second, it will help us slow down long enough to notice and not walk past those around us with practical needs so that we can be servants to one another in love, Galatians 5.13. Third, overcoming a disordered life will help us slow down enough to think through which poisonous worldviews are being absorbed by our loved ones and how to winsomely counter them with the biblical truth, destroying every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God to take captive every thought to obey Christ, 2 Corinthians 10.4. Fourth, it will help slow us down enough to think about how we can pray for and support the spiritual growth of our wife, that she may be holy and without blemish, Ephesians five twenty seven, and bring up our kids in the nurture and instruction of the Lord Ephesians six four. Fifth. Overcoming a disordered life will slow us down enough to make sure that we ourselves and our children are committed to the worldwide mission of taking the gospel of the kingdom beyond our shores to make disciples of all the nations. A heart for missions, Matthew 28:19. Sixth, it will help us slow down enough to make sure we are taking advantage of the influence in others' lives that our leadership gifts give us. Jesus taught the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, but not so with you. Let the leader be as one who serves, Luke twenty-two twenty-five and following. And finally, succeeding at overcoming a disordered life will help us slow down enough to make sure there is no one in my life who needs my sympathetic heart or listening ear to celebrate her joys or enter into her pain. Romans twelve fifteen. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. At the very core of God's design of humans is that we order, shape, exercise dominion over ourselves and our surroundings. In a world where nearly every worthwhile goal requires careful thought and planning, why would we assume that accomplishing God's mission for our lives would be any different? If we are to succeed at overcoming disordered living, we must first be convinced that God's design for humans is that our inner, private world govern our outer world of activity. To summarize this episode, as we begin a new series entitled Don't Waste Your Life, Rule It for Jesus, We noted Paul's clear teaching that we are perfectly designed and the circumstances around us are perfectly designed to accomplish our mission in 2023. No Christian man wants to fail at the mission assigned to him by Christ, but how can we succeed when we have only a vague, fuzzy picture of what that mission is and aren't really linking that mission to our everyday lives? So rather than shaping our lives by the mission Christ has marked out for us, most Christians live lives shaped by disorder and busyness. We noted three costs to such a way of living. First, a disordered, crazy, busy life masks our need for inner spiritual renewal. To be the husband, father, and Christ follower we need to be can only be accomplished through the inner spiritual renewal that comes about by abiding in Christ. Second, crazy busy living pushes the most important things in life to the side. The visible world where the ping of our phone draws us constantly to the social media world and the work associated with our vocation and family lives takes center stage, the important, less visible responsibilities like praying for our loved ones' spiritual battles get pushed to the periphery. Third, Sort of as a result, crazy busy living causes us to default to spending our lives on things that don't matter eternally. A rudderless life is a wasted life. Jesus, in contrast, was constantly escaping into his private inner world to pray for and discuss his mission with his CO. We noted that this podcast is specifically designed for the purpose of helping men overcome disordered living and instead stay focused on Christ's mission for them. We shaped the podcast based on the conviction that men need four things. First, a clear, concrete, biblical picture of their mission from Christ. Second, practical insight about how to accomplish that mission. Third, regular reigniting of their heart and allegiance to Jesus. And fourth, bite-sized mission challenges that would not swamp our boat because they are so overwhelming. We closed with some of the costs of ignoring our God-given responsibility to rule our lives instead of passively allowing circumstances of our lives to rule us, and a plea to devote ourselves to the principle that the inner world of the spiritual must govern our outer world of activity. Today's podcast, as all podcasts are, is available in printed format on my website, ForgingBonds.org. Also on this homepage is a link to an index of past podcast series and episodes that you might want to listen to when you have a chunk of free time. This link is also in your show notes. Next week's podcast will continue the new series, Don't Waste Your Life, Rule It for Jesus. We will continue to examine what gets in the way of shaping our life for, Jesus honor. for further information about our ministry, go to forgingbonds.org. And if this podcast has been helpful to you, don't forget to tell other Christian men about a podcast that helps them stay focused on their mission from Christ by inspiring them each week while they commute or work out.